Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of Video Analytics 101. Today we're going to talk about how deep learning actually works under the hood. So let's dive right in. All right, so deep learning explained in a few minutes. So the first thing to understand is that deep learning is a part of the larger machine learning category. But the difference between traditional machine learning methods and deep learning is that we don't have to define exactly how to classify, how to detect things. We don't have to tell the deep learning network that a license plate has four corners, for example. It learns these things by itself, while traditionally in machine learning, this had to be defined. However, the trade-off is that we need vast amounts of data. So the first thing to remember about deep learning is the amounts of data we need is just mind-boggling. If you would train a network just from scratch, you would need millions and millions of images. It's crazy. So that's the first thing to remember. The other thing is that, especially in our industry, we need to distinguish between two parts, and this is training and inference. So training is what you do in the lab where you train your network on how to detect things. And inference is what you do in the field when the system is being deployed, where you actually run the neural network to detect cars and people and, and so on. But the important thing is during inference, you're not learning anything new. So the vast majority of systems out there are inferencing in the field and are not learning something new. If you want to learn more how to do learning in the field, check out my video on self-learning analytics. But uh, let me tell you that 99% of the systems are not doing this. So they're really doing training in the lab, inferencing in the field. So let's dive into training first. So with training, as I mentioned before, is you need a lot, a lot of data. Traditionally, what you do is you take an already trained model. The most famous one is ImageNet that was started by Google that is already trained with millions of millions of images. So you basically have a good base and you take this model and transfer learn on this model with your specific data. So basically um, you, you take it as a template and you specify and make it more specific for your use case. But in order to make it work well, you still need hundreds of thousands of images. And let's say in our case, we want to train a model that classifies dogs and cats. So you send in another image and you want to know, is, is this a dog, is this a cat, or is there nothing at all? So you take a, a large data set of hundreds of thousands of images as an input. And now what you do is you divide this data set into two subsets. It's a training set and a validation set. Why do you do this? Well, the training set you use for training the model and the validation set you later on need in order to verify how accurate it is. And when you want to verify this, you need a set where you know what, what it should expect. So what is a dog and what is a cat? But you don't want it to show you a data, you don't want to show the data set that the model has already seen. Otherwise, it would be unfair. It should be really an independent evaluation how accurate it is. So you have a training set and a validation set. You take the training set, and all these sets are labeled. So uh, for each of these images of a dog or a cat, you know if it's a dog or a cat. So there were humans actually doing that, doing this and manually saying, this is a dog, this is a cat, this is a dog, this is a cat. So this you need for your training set. So you take this training set and based on this, you train your model. And you do this by showing it an image of a dog, for example, and saying, okay, this is a dog and here's an image of a cat. This is a cat and so on. And you do this for every single image in your database for many, many images. 
until the model learns how a dog and how a cat looks like. So how do you how to detect this for new images that it will see in the future? This is exactly what you do with your validation set. So now with a trained model, you take your validation set and you show an image of a dog and you know this is supposed to be a dog and you see what the model does. Is, is the model actually saying this is a dog? Is the model saying it's a cat? And you do this for all these images that you have and then you calculate the accuracy. If you're not happy, you go back and you iterate over this and you start it all over again. And if you're happy, you have your final model and you have trained your model that you can put into the field, which brings me to inferencing. And for inferencing, I want to make sure we understand two different concepts that are used in our industry, um, but that are very different. And those are classification and detection. So what's the difference? Let's go into classification because that's the traditional thing that you are doing with deep learning. So classification, you take an input image that might come from our surveillance camera. You feed it into the network. So this is a, a neural network. It's basically a graph or a tree that, that makes decisions based on, on, on the things that you trained it on. And at the output at the end, it tells you for this image, for example, there is a car. That's pretty nice, right? But that's a classification. So all it will tell you is there is a car in the image. It doesn't tell you where the car is. It doesn't tell you if there's more than one car. It's really just telling you there is a car, which is nice. But for our applications, we need more. In our typical video analytics scenario, you're actually doing detection first. And detection means that you take an input video or input image, again, of a car, you feed it into the neural network, but the output of this is not only there is a car, but it says here is a car. It tells you the car is here in the image with the boundary box with certain coordinates. If there's more than one car, it will tell you this for each specific, each individual car in the image. So you will have coordinates. And this is important for multiple things. For example, if you want to follow this car, if you want to, uh, if you want to crop this image for a forensic search results and so on. So these are important that you have detection. Now on this detection, you can run classifications again. So you might want to run a classifier on this for the color of the car. So the classification will tell you the color of the car once you've found the car inside of your image. So that's it. That's very quickly how deep learning networks work. There's a bunch of other issues to discuss. Uh, one of the next issues we're gonna discuss is bias in your data set because that's very important that you have a good data set out there that you train it on. If you have any comments, leave them below or other questions. Of course, I'm happy to answer them. Otherwise, don't forget to subscribe. And otherwise, see you next time.